0: Welcome to episode number 20 of a uh, very special holiday. I am Todd. Joined as always by Slim and Slim. It's finally October. We've made it almost 11 straight months of holiday podcasts. Welcome to the kickoff of holiday television season in America. <laughs> we are at Halloween. This yeah. is Halloween time. I mean, if it isn't Halloween, I don't you guys aren't even you're not even feeling that uh, tickle on your shoulder when you walk out the door and seeing the leaves blowing around. October, man, it's like Family Channel back in the day. Thirty-one days of Halloween.
1: Yeah, it's fall. It's time for pumpkin spice latte, October beer, pumpkin beer, pumpkin pie, leaves changing, picking apples. All sorts of traditions that go with fall, and obviously Halloween is a pretty big one right off the bat. And people got their Halloween decorations out, and in terms of TV episodes, there are probably... Almost as many Halloween episodes as there are, like, Christmas episodes. There are so many Halloween episodes of TV shows. Too
0: many to choose from, Um, and uh, we were just looking at a couple different lists, and uh, listed on there was one of a show we haven't done before. It uh, just recently came back into the culture. It's been around for a long time, and of course, that theme song you heard was Curb Your Enthusiasm, starring... Seinfeld co-creator Larry David as Larry David and uh, this is the episode entitled Trick or Treat it's from season 2 is that episode 3 Slim?
1: That's right yeah and if you've never watched Curb Your Enthusiasm it's kind of unique it has some of the same kind of humor and just everyday life kind of stuff as Seinfeld but a much more kind of cynical darker bent to it and a big thing about Curb that is unique to uh, many other sitcoms is that a lot of it is improvised you know they kind of have loose outlines but A lot of the dialogue is improvised, so that brings a fun element to the show. And as Todd said, Larry David is basically playing an exaggerated version of himself. So this is pretty early in the show. Um, It just started the ninth season just a few days ago. So if you want to watch Curb, pretty much just have to have HBO or... Amazon Prime.
0: Yes. If you want to watch, I think, any season up until season eight, and uh, this would be season two on Amazon Prime, do that. No commercials. That's what we're doing. So, queue it up. You'll get that theme song, and we can get right into the episode here, Slim. This is how... I know Halloween you always time. like to talk
1: about when the episode actually airs. Oh, of aired. course. So this aired October 7th, 2001. So similar to us, they're kind of early in October, just leaning in. And this episode takes place only over a few days. It's pretty short the amount of time that seems to pass in this episode.
0: And we will, in in one of those days is Halloween. We yes. get to spend a little bit of time with Halloween, but we, we, we don't go there right away. So we should we no. start right at the beginning? And
1: one of the days is also Cheryl's birthday. That's also, it seems her birthday maybe falls on like november 2nd based on how the episode flows roughly so cheryl is uh larry's wife on the show at least at this point in the series is his wife and then you also got to know about jeff jeff is larry's manager um those are kind of the main characters and several celebrities play like versions of themselves
0: over the course of the series as well so let's hop right in there. We open up. It's certainly not Halloween yet, and it's in an episode entitled Trick or Treat. We find the David's at a uh, what appears to be a gathering for a big movie premiere with a, uh, a tertiary friend who happens to be in a wheelchair. His name is Cliff Cobb, mm-hmm. and uh, they're joining him along, and his wife is there, Shelly Cobb. And uh, it seems like uh, Cliff is, has a big film that he recently just wrote and maybe directed as well.
1: I think he just wrote it. The film is called 30 Below, and this is... Is the first time like where he's been like the sole credit as the writer so they're like waiting for a table and you're already getting just a little bit of weirdness between shelly cobb and larry david like he puts his arm around her and you don't know if anything's going on she seems to think maybe he's a little close you know so you, we see a lot of body language here in the opening of the episode between uh shelly and larry
0: and also it seems that she's doing a bit of a favor for larry and helping uh get a special bracelet or she's making a special bracelet for Cheryl for her big birthday. It's coming up on Friday.
1: Yeah, she probably has a, like an Etsy page maybe or something. I don't know. This was probably before Etsy existed back in 2001. But yeah, she's making a present for Cheryl's birthday. Um, no mention of Halloween yet and uh, probably won't see any mention of Halloween for a while in this episode. But they're at dinner and um, Cliff Cobb and Cheryl are just really enjoying their conversation with each other.
0: They're having so much fun. It's almost like they don't see Shelly and. like. Larry at the other side of the table, and Larry makes mention of that, and um, even uh, and Shelly just kind of laughs as well. He's like, oh, you know, they should have their own table. Um, so that's just kind of what's happening right now. And then uh, the waiter comes over to uh, to take their orders, and I guess this gets us into our first sort of uh, conflict in the episode. Would you say this is what storyline? This is part of the A storyline, the Cliff Cobb slash Larry David um, conflict. I think it's
1: harder to to sum up with a show like Curb because it is such a unique structure. But a great thing about Curb is that everything always kind of comes full circle. Um, but I guess this might be the A storyline because that's kind of a through line through the whole episode, this conflict with Cliff and, and to a lesser extent, Shelly and Larry. Um, and it, it, the Genesis is uh, ordering this Cobb salad.
0: Yes. Yeah, so uh, Larry's going to order a Cobb salad. I've never had one. Slim, uh, I, can you tell us what's in a Cobb salad? Yeah, I looked it up. So a Cobb
1: salad has a lot of ingredients. It's got iceberg lettuce, um, romaine lettuce, tomato, crisp bacon, um uh chicken breast, hard boiled eggs, avocado, chives. It's got a lot of stuff. And obviously there's probably a few different variations, you know, on there, but it's kind of a bunch of things in there. And Larry's ordering the Cobb salad and making some substitutions, as you would think Larry David might do. He's like, "No bacon, no eggs, blue cheese on the side and add cucumbers." And Cliff is like pissed about his order of this Cobb salad. Yeah,
0: apparently this is uh something near and dear to his heart because it turns out as he says that is his grandfather's salad. He made it at the Drake Hotel. Whoa in chicago it goes back it's part of his family uh they would work with different um, combinations of salads and the word got out and the cob salad took off
1: yeah, and he said that um, it just it just angers him because people make substitutions. He doesn't understand why because his grandfather invented this perfect salad or whatever. But then he kind of backpedals and he's like, I'm sorry, I'm just a little jumpy about the movie coming out. And you know, and then Larry makes a little joke about how uh, his grandfather, Harold Bingo, invents bingo. But Cheryl and Cliff are back to their convo and they don't even hear Larry's smart-ass little joke that he yeah, makes.
0: Yeah, and, and this is where we get back into the whole Cheryl and Cliff – just kind of chumming it up, having a good old time. And and Shelly looks like she's a a little bit perhaps feeling ignored, and Larry and her are just being like, you know, I I guess that we're in our own conversation here. And uh, he makes a bit of a joke about how they should have sex sometime, to which she says, yes, we should.
1: Yeah, and Larry doesn't mean anything by it. He's trying to get a rise out of them, kind of like, oh, clearly when I say, hey, we should have sex sometime, then Cliff and Cheryl will hear it. But they don't. And it seems like, yeah, Shelly thinks like, oh, yes, we should.
0: And the, And you were saying in the beginning when Larry came in, he... You know, sat close to her and was talking to her afterwards about the the bracelet. She's getting a sense that there is some potential to, um, you know, have a bit of a special rendezvous with Larry David.
1: Yeah, that's it's a lot of misinterpreted body language and which we see it, this continues throughout this evening. So now they're on to the movie theater to see this big screening of 30 below. And we get another awkward, just seeming like very innocent interaction where uh, Larry runs into some acquaintance of his named Donald, and wants to talk about playing golf.
0: Yeah, and uh, we know about Larry David, if you've watched the show, is that he does enjoy golf, but uh, his Donald is, is trying to invite him out to play some golf because he's playing a lot more golf now. This is a very brief conversation, but Larry just says, I don't play golf anymore, uh, stopped a while ago, and then just basically to get out of this guy's hanging out with this gentleman, Slim.
1: No, no, it's actually, as we find out later in the episode, because he feels awkward about talking about golfing because it's something that someone in a wheelchair could not do or could not <laughs> do as easily. So he feels a guilt about that. Larry's got a lot of complexes. So it's like he can't talk about golfing in front of uh, Cliff. That's that, what he sort of explains later in the episode. I
0: guess I must have missed he this part. He also
1: thinks Donald is kind of a loser. Like he tells Cheryl, like, I didn't want to go golfing with him anyway so, yeah, Larry's a complex individual.
0: Now, and to our listeners, I'll point out it's still not Halloween yet, but we will get there. <laughs> we promise this is a holiday episode to some degree. It totally in, re- is. in retrospect, perhaps there's other options that be more fully formed in the holiday, but... How often do you get to talk about Kirby Your Enthusiasm? Right. It's 20, 2017. It's back.
1: And that's part of the flavor of this podcast is how well did they execute on the episode? It's called Trick or Treat. But then we'll talk about then, you know, how did they do as a holiday episode?
0: So we head into the movies. And... Oh, you're, you're skipping over a big
1: part oh, here. Oh, excuse me. Yeah. Larry is whistling.
0: Oh no, yes, of course over the whistling. They're getting ready, I should I say to go get a seat. Uh, <laughs>
1: Eventually it's going to be Halloween. Eventually <laughs> they're going to watch this movie, but Larry is whistling a little tune.
0: Yes, he's he's whistling some Wagner. Uh, he was explaining the whole story behind the tune, uh, to his wife, Cheryl, about how Wagner wrote this for his, uh, his wife and as a his birthday, wife Cosima, yep. as a birthday gift yeah. and, uh, That's
1: Better than any birthday gift. I've never written a piece of music for anyone. For not for birthday. your wife. I'm not married. And even if I was, I can't write music, but Wagner, very famous composer, but also famous for some other things too.
0: Yes. So we'll get to that in just a moment. A gentleman uh, walks up and he says, uh, excuse me, are you Jewish? And uh, that uh, kind of gets a rile out of Larry David. Obviously, he's like, excuse me, uh, are, you, are you Jewish? Uh, yes, I'm Jewish. You, <laughs> you win a prize. <laughs> uh Because uh, apparently Wagner was a big anti-Semite.
1: Yes, yes. So he's offended that a Jew would potentially be whistling a Wagner tune because he was sort of noted for his anti-Semitic views. And uh, this guy, who we find out his name is Walter, but I love that in the the credits he's just tagged as the anti-Wagnerite. Like, that's (laughs) his name in the episode. But I believe his name is Walter. And he's like, you hate yourself. And he's like, I do hate myself, but not for being Jewish. So. So this whole argument escalates as things usually do with Larry David.
0: Uh, Have you ever been offended by music? I don't think I have
1: been offended by uh, music. by whistling, specifically whistling. This guy has quite an ear. He hates Wagner so much that he can just hear it anywhere. So they proceed to argue about their Judaism and how he doesn't, you know, really know his Judaism and where is his Judaism, and that this was music that was played when people were sent to concentration camps, which. I don't know if that's necessarily true or not, but that's neither here nor there. They're very angry. Um, and then Walter, Walter's out of here, but we find out that he knows Cliff. And I guess Walter and Larry live close to each other.
0: Uh, so everyone knows Cliff. <laughs> and apparently everybody's got a quirk. Uh, Larry's not going to talk about golfing. because He do not want to offend. Uh, Walter, the anti-Wagner uh, knight, he is uh, knows Cliff as well. And uh, But finally, everybody gets to those seats I was talking about into the film to see 30 below. Yes. Do we know what the film is based upon? <laughs>
1: we, do we know never the, the concept? find out. Is it 30 below zero? Is it like 30 uh,
0: feet below sea level? Uh, we never find out. Uh, fortunately, Larry is also sat by his anti-Wagner uh, man. <laughs> <laughs>
1: and he's chewing loudly. He's eating popcorn very loudly. The seating is: it goes, Cheryl, Larry, Shelly, and then Cliff in his wheelchair at the end
0: of the aisle. And uh, we get a little bit of a knee-touch moment. We can see it on Shelly's eyes that she is... Um, She's wanting to curb herself a little something else, if you know what I'm saying.
1: (laughs) And you would think she'd be like, well, Larry is – obviously he loves his wife very much. He's getting this custom-made bracelet. But she really thinks that Larry is down
0: to uh, get it on down to get it on would would you have sex with larry david is this man seem like a sex symbol i'm talking Uh, to you the listener america
1: america would you have sex with larry david i
0: think there's a lot of women i know on the internet that would they seem like he's women
1: really like bald men some women really like older men
0: He seems like a very, very, very unique taste, but there's someone out there for everyone. And apparently this is the type of thing that Shelly wants to get a piece of on Halloween.
1: Yeah. I mean, it don't sense a ton of chemistry between Shelly and Cliff. So maybe they just have sort of a loveless relationship. He's too busy writing this 30 below screenplay and she just isn't getting the attention she needs and maybe thinks that uh, a Wagner whistling uh, Jew like Larry David might be what she needs in her life.
0: So, uh, uh, they're I, well, they're talking about going out after this uh, film and then uh Larry makes up the they they said they they need to go home because, but he's got to get up early and uh or Cheryl Cheryl's saying that. that, and Larry yeah. blows it off because again he doesn't want to talk about going golfing.
1: Well, I think that Cheryl and Cliff are reading that there's just a little tension brewing because I think Cliff is sort of piss- picking up on maybe a little flirtation there, both Shelly and Larry potentially. So, um, but Larry's like, no, I don't have anything going on. But
0: they're all like, no, we're all just going to go. Got to wrap this up before busy we start swinging.
1: Cliff on the movie, and they're just like, okay, we're all just going to go
0: also during the film Larry was uh he got caught yawning and uh, apparently that's a big faux pas. You're not allowed to yawn these days. You can't just be yawning if you're tired and that is the argument that Larry makes to Cheryl post film because I don't know who she's talking to on the phone and Wanda Wanda Sykes I believe
1: so Wanda Sykes because so, she's sometimes on the show too
0: so Wanda Sykes has to get a uh, a play by play the minutes if you will of the of the evening out with the uh, 30 below screening and Larry is just chiming in I, I'm allowed to yawn it's okay no big deal but he's getting chastised by his wife because he doesn't want to say that he also likes the golf around people that are disabled
1: yes so that is sort of brought to light through this conversation with Wanda Sykes as well he's like if I was handicapped I wouldn't want people talking about all the things they're doing as they're walking around he'd just want to think everyone was only sitting around so again larry is very neurotic if you haven't you know watched the show before this exaggerated version of larry david is so i think that the yawning was another reason that cliff was mad because i think cliff saw him yawning he saw i don't know if he saw the knee touch or not
0: maybe he did but definitely saw the yawning. So uh, it's still not Halloween, but I promise we'll, we'll get to Halloween. Uh, but the film's over. Larry's now moving on uh, with his life. It's the next day he's dressed it's
1: totally halloween
0: and what do we find out that it is halloween
1: we get 11 minutes in we get the word happy halloween uttered and we see halloween decorations this is like larry's office and uh there's a receptionist I think the there. word
0: decorations is a little bit of a stretch i see two streamers <laughs> and two balloons i they're in orange and black they're in halloween colors uh so larry's back at work the next day is this the next day would you say were we on all hallows mm. eve eve watching it seems
1: like it's the next day so he gets, this is continuous. He's
0: giving his receptionist two instructions. One, uh, find out who made the Cobb salad. <laughs> it's a big deal. This is what you
1: do if you have an assistant.
0: And uh, and he gets the, the note from uh, his assistant that Shelly Cobb has called, and he's assuming this is about the bracelet. So he's going to go of take those messages. Of course, it's got to be about the bracelet. What else could it be about? Well, this is 2001, which I like is what the way – is the way Larry tells his assistant he needs some information. He goes, what I want you to do is I want you to go on the internet. I want you to find some information for me about the Cobb salad, who made it, When it came, where it came from, so on and so forth. Go on the internet. This is so early aughts.
1: Well, and there's very little with... Does anyone have a cell phone in this episode?
0: I haven't seen anybody on a phone. Yeah.
1: I think I got my first cell phone somewhere around like the early two... Somewhere around like 2000 or 2001. So, you would think Larry David would have one before I. Did. I
0: mean, this—he's—you've he's, seen his house. We'll see it on Halloween. It's pretty <laughs> huge. Uh, he calls uh, Shelley on and, his corded phone in his office. Yes, and they—he's calling her, talking about the bracelet, and she's like, "We should get together sometime." He's like, "I'll talk to Cheryl," and she's saying, "No, Larry, I'm thinking just you and me, and that's all we need."
1: Are they going to go see 30 Below again? Like, no. What are they going to do?
0: I think she's going to – she wants to have that sex that she said, yes, we should.
1: Yeah, and we only get to hear Larry's side of the conversation. But it's clearly she's referencing the comment. She's referencing the body language, the knee touches. And um, then when she finds out Larry is not interested in having sex with her, she gets angry, hangs up the phone. And he's like, what about the bracelet? What
0: about it? Cheryl's birthday a few days away. I can't believe that Larry's not even excited about Halloween. Today is Halloween. He's more (laughs) concerned about his wife's birthday did in a few days. But we and the do, Cobb salad. He is finding out this Cobb salad information from his receptionist. So what do we know about the Cobb salad per her research that she got pretty quickly? Is this 2001? Wikipedia is a big thing at this point? or uh,
1: I don't even know if Google was a thing. They might have been on Alta Vista or Ask Jeeves. Yahoo. She probably went on Ask Jeeves. She
0: asked Jeeves and Jeeves <laughs> told her that uh, Bob Cobb invented the Cobb salad. Uh, and where in Hollywood?
1: The Brown Derby in Hollywood. He was hungry late one night and he went downstairs and came up with it just cuz those were like the ingredients that he had around cuz it's just such a random mixture of ingredients and you have kind of breakfasty items and all this stuff so apparently he just found leftovers and um so Larry is angry cuz he's like Cliff Cl- Cobb
0: straight up lied about this salad. So cut to Halloween night, Uh, so we're right here, and we're we're knee-deep in the Halloween holiday portion of the episode, Slim, and we get some some trick-or-treaters, so Larry David's handing out some candy, we get some costumes, what do we have here, what is our costume selection of these young kids coming to the door Looks like we have a what appears to be a pair of red dice with a mask. Is a, it a pair or is it just one there, die? There's definitely a second person. It's a it's a it's a duo costume. We've got a pair of dice um, and a witch and I don't know what other costumes we are, but I always enjoy trying to see the various costumes characters in a Halloween episode.
1: Oh, there are definitely two dice. I'm sorry. It's uh Yeah, two children.
0: I see a hippie. Yeah,
1: hippie and a witch. It (laughs) looks like those are all of our costumes here. And you were complaining about the decorations in his office, but they definitely have a few Halloween decorations like at the door, outside the door. They have a handful of decorations. Yeah, he's he's got
0: some skulls on his coffee table. Cheryl's packing little treat bags, apparently. You don't just get candy at the David house. You get uh, a whole little treat bag. So,
1: but we, no costumes. Like they're not even wearing anything remotely like referencing Halloween. Does He's that just surprise wearing a, a big you?
0: Sweater. Larry David does not seem like a costume-wearing no. guy to me. He's not the one who's getting excited about, uh, you know, the newest pop culture meme or something like that that he's going <laughs> to represent on whole Hallows' Eve.
1: I'm surprised he's passing out candy. You would think he'd just have the light off or just a bowl of candy outside He mentions the
0: door. to Cheryl that she can help with the next one. Like, he, it seems like he's enjoying himself. Yeah. And uh, she's like, I'm just going to pack some more of these uh, more of these uh, treat bags. Why don't you uh, just keep doing that for me? And then... We get our trick or treaters, which is a, a big, a, I guess, our big B storyline, and it right. happens to involve we get, Halloween. We
1: only see two trick or treaters or sets of trick or treaters coming to the door. Um, we don't know how many really came by, but yeah, we got to see these trick or treaters here. Trick or treat. How old are you? Thirteen. 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 Yeah,
0: yeah. You look more like sixteen or maybe no. even seventeen. No, no, thirteen. thirteen. Yeah. yeah. Where's your Where's your costumes?
1: I'm being my sister. You're being your sister. This is my yeah, I'm a teacher.
0: teacher. You're a teacher. Uh-huh. Yeah. So can we get Boy, some candy from yeah, you, can we class. have our candy? Yeah, candy. Hello. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I don't think so. Are you kidding? It's no. Halloween. No. Yeah, uh. I know. Yeah, it doesn't mean that you're entitled to just go around to people's homes and build them out of candy. Are you kidding? Yeah. God, Ass asshole. And there's our first curse words on this podcast, I think. (laughs) I kind of have to go back and edit some of that.
1: (laughs) You can always fix it in post, right? So yeah, you can't see this. Hopefully you'll watch this episode or maybe we'll throw this up as a picture for the podcast. But definitely no costumes there. No costumes.
0: Yeah, I have a friend uh, every Halloween. He likes to say costume or no costume. Uh, When you look at the photo, you say, is this actually a person wearing a costume or is this someone just wearing clothes and those people... No costume or lazy costume. Is I love another, that her another line category. is like,
1: uh, "I'm a teacher." She's wearing like a cardigan. She's like, you know, what did I'm Larry a teacher. say
0: there? I'd love to get a seat in your class. Is that this what he said? Right. I don't know what
1: that was supposed to mean. <laughs> and and clearly, those girls are not 13 either.
0: No, they're, they're 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 in their late teens. Uh, they're out there causing trouble. And I mean, is getting free candy that big a deal though? Right. Is Larry David being a little bit too? Hardcore on his trick-or-treat oh, rules. Oh,
1: yeah. I mean, we all have our frustrations, but you got to pick your battles. And I've been in that situation before, too. And it's like I give them just like the crummiest piece of candy, but I give them something just so they'll go away.
0: What is your trick-or-treat uh, candy passing out philosophy? You're one piece per person? Are you a handful? Are you four pieces of candy? What are you doing?
1: I would say probably like two or three pieces or maybe like a chocolate piece and then a lesser piece. I mean it just depends on the volume. You, you're you're, the you're standing
0: in front of a door with a bowl full of candy. You are, you are cherry-picking the candy you, <laughs> p- you give people out of there. Or
1: maybe if it's a costume that I can tell they really put a lot of effort into – You know, yeah, maybe three or four pieces of candy. It's kind of like tipping. You know, I'm not going to maybe give everybody the same thing.
0: Well, Slim, there is a price you pay for whether or not you give the candy, the amount of candy, you have good candy, and that trick or treat will work out in your favor or in your demise. And for here, for Larry David, he got the trick because he did not give the treats. And what happened to his property?
1: Well, we go straight from those girls cursing at Larry to Cheryl screaming Larry what we see is the next morning, and there is toilet paper everywhere. It's a masterful job of TPing all over their yard, their trees. It's a mess, and Cheryl is not happy.
0: Yeah, she, she's saying, why did this happen? And he starts explaining that he didn't give him the candy. And, and she doesn't understand why he didn't give her them the candy. And he and he goes into his big, long diatribe about how there's 17-year-old costumes. They didn't have one costume. You, should, you shouldn't be allowed to trick-or-treat. Because he's he's seeing, where's the end of this? You can't yep. just, you know, what what is, if, if I don't take a stand, what's next? 40-year-old people, I'm 40, give me candy on Halloween.
1: Yeah, she's like, people don't know your standards and you have these standards. And, you know, I, I love his line that he says he didn't think it was felony or treat. He's like, trick or treat, this is felony or treat.
0: Uh, So now they're going to call the cops. The police have to get involved here, Slim.
1: Yeah, I mean, Cheryl's like, you're going to have to clean this up, but he's not going to let this go. And uh, we get our little reveal here at the end of this scene where not only is there all the TP, but they have spray-painted on his door in yellow spray-paint, bald
0: asshole. That is controversial because uh, (laughs) Larry later explains that he feels like this is almost like a hate crime because the bald assholes are... (laughs) a uh, a group of men that are uh, unfairly <laughs> being targeted here
1: yes so that gets into the next scene with the cops and it's very funny i mean Kirby enthusiasm is very dry so it's not for everybody but it is just the conversational improv that they do is so funny you know these cops are kind of questioning him and, and they're clarifying like was it a costume and larry's like well this one girl kind of looked like elvira and he's like so she was dressed as elvira
0: yeah, so it was a costume. Well, no, I was using that as a reference. So again, if you if you haven't uh, seen this, you have HBO now or you have Amazon Prime. We suggest we're not doing the scene justice or even the. Jokes. We're really not. But we love talking about holidays. And uh, currently, I guess it's November 1st, so there there, there came and went Halloween in the episode. But the Halloween flavor continues in the aftermath of the trick of Trick or Treat.
1: Yes, yes. It definitely continues. Now we get into the part about the bald community. He's like, what if they had spray painted gay asshole? And they're like, but they didn't. It says bald asshole. And the one cop is bald. And he's like, well, I'm not offended by this.
0: And yeah, he's an African-American gentleman. And Larry's. Says, sir, you know, no offense, Officer Burt, but uh, you uh, you choose to do that to look stylish. Um, we don't necessarily consider you one of the bald community. Uh, officer bart seems cool about it he doesn't seem to be up in arms i don't think we're going to catch these offenders it seems like
1: i would like to hear what all the people who put up those restore billboards think about this the brian Erlocker, the ryan sandberg billboards if you're in chicago you've definitely seen these billboards. yes hit us up hashtag the bald community bald community, A-
0: bald community.
1: <laughs> twitter instagram and, and then sort of the wrap up of this is that the cops are like were there any threats to you
0: uh, did you say trick or treat that you, he, they explained that you go into a social contract when you, uh, and you had treats there, right? <laughs> they Larry says
1: trick or treat is a veiled threat. And they're like, no, it's more of a social contract. You open the door, you give the candy,
0: uh, cut to Larry heading out to visit his manager, Mr. Uh, um, Jeff, Jeff Green. Uh, the talent manager and they're having a conversation. Uh, Larry's dressed in his golf attire. He just likes to wear it for keep it cash. It seems like it's a, a new thing, but he's going to be misrepresented as a golfer. And Jeff's like, we should go golfing on Friday. He's like, I can't. It's Cheryl's birthday to which Jeff says, well, you got to be five years old. You got to spend all, <laughs> all your time with her
1: and uh then they go into a brief work talk there's some continuity that usually each season of Curb Your Enthusiasm has some sort of broad theme and this season is a lot about him trying to do a project with Jason Alexander or Julia Louis-Dreyfus like a new sort of sitcom and there's a brief reference to that that he had a falling out with Jason Alexander and maybe they'll do the project with Julia Louis-Dreyfus so that's a brief kind of note to the continuity for the season but they don't spend too much time on that
0: yeah I guess the project is something along the lines that uh, you know you're an actor who's well known for a iconic sitcom character and you're trying to get in get some uh, moving on from that point in your career. So the original project was for Jason Alexander, Elaine, Elaine Bennis, uh character. that's the same problem that Julia louis Dreyfus is having so we'll pitch it to her. But anyhow, we're gonna be golfing on Cheryl's birthday. Slim. You've been in relationships in the past. When a lady has a birthday, is this something you want to start messing around with and start doing your own thing on as well?
1: I don't think so. I mean, I get where Jeff's coming from, but... I think it's probably for the best to really carve out some generous amount of time for your special lady on her birthday, and we'll see how Larry and plays out with all of that. But we've got to get one more appearance from like this very unimportant character of Donald. Yes. Donald is still in the mix. Um, Donald with the mustache, and he's like, "Oh, you don't golf anymore. Look
0: at what you're wearing." He said he likes the shirt, Slim, he likes the way it looks, and he says no one would wear that unless they were golfing, which which is weird. Is that trying to say that golf outfits are, are – un? they don't look good on people and they're only sort of necessary in a golf atmosphere? I'm not a golfer. Neither so am I. I don't have I, I don't know
1: if I own any golf outfits or not. I'm not really sure.
0: Uh, so apparently Larry and Donald are not going to be friends ever again. He's making his <laughs> way over to Cliff Cobb's house. He really house. knows how to burn bridges. <laughs> I don't think Larry even likes people or No, not really. Uh, but he has to still go over to another person whose birds he burned Shelley's house to talk to her about this bracelet and uh rolls up uh, not rolls up, but he walks up the ramp up for the wheelchair into Cliff Cobb's home. Yeah, looking... why does
1: he just go inside the house?
0: Larry's got social cues that are a little bit askew, if you ask me. And what is up with the lighting here? Did you notice the weird lighting? What's up with the house? There's no explanation why it's like, uh, there's no furniture. <laughs>
1: there's no furniture. Cliff, I think Cliff is having some rough times, Cliff and Shelly. There's no furniture, there's no decorations, and it's lit like it's about to be a horror
0: movie for Halloween. Like, Maybe I that's crazy was gonna what happen. 30 Below is about. It's about, <laughs> it's about a man in a wheelchair who's going through some tough times in his empty home <laughs> where his bald asshole comes along and tries to steal his wife i
1: thought for sure something crazy was going to happen maybe there's a deleted scene that's missing here but um cliff kind of lays it all out on the table that he knows what's going
0: on he says i can see my eyes work it's my legs that don't
1: (laughs) that's some great improv there from this actor who played cliff cobb obviously (laughs) Um, he's like i saw you flirting with shelly and and she told me how you propositioned her outright
0: and uh, he's trying to explain that that was just uh, that was just an accident. The knee touch, the uh, the, the proposition was just a joke. And uh, Cliff's not having it. He's going to roll all over this, Larry David. <laughs>
1: the real kicker, though, is the golf clothes. He's like, "And you lied about golfing. You're wearing golf clothes." <laughs>
0: Oh, uh, Larry David, what, what can he wake up and go through a day where he doesn't sort of like butt heads to somebody and just gets along and is a nice guy? No,
1: this is sort of his thing. And and Larry's like, he's got one thing left, one, one quiver, one arrow <laughs> left in his quiver, and that's the Cobb salad thing. He has to go back to the Cobb salad thing because yes. he can't let that go either. So
0: apparently when he whips out this Cobb salad knowledge and starts dropping it on Cliff Cobb, uh that is a a real trigger to use a 2017 term for uh, for Mr. Cobb because that is uh that is just the fake news out there
1: <laughs> putting it
0: out about who made the Cobb salad it wasn't Bob Cobb it was Cliff Cobb's grandfather
1: yeah, and now Cliff tries to chase him down with a wheelchair, which, again, if you see the lighting in this episode, you think that maybe Larry David is about to be murdered. We're we're just in the beginning of season two, and you're like, well, maybe this is how the show ends. He gets murdered by a wheelchair.
0: Uh, so he's going to get out of there, though, because, you know, I hate to say it to Mr. Cobb, but you cannot run a wheelchair. Oh, Ouch. <laughs>
1: Um, let's just move on from that. And, uh, so Larry is on the phone. He's driving. We have another weird phone call. Oh, he is on a cell
0: phone. Oh, thank God. It
1: could be a car phone. When did you get a a
0: cell phone? Did you have one in 2001? It
1: was around 2001 that I got one. So he's on the phone. We don't know who he's talking to. Maybe he's talking to Wanda Sykes. Maybe he's talking to Ted Danson. I don't think he says, but he's kind of explaining what just happened with Cliff Cobb. And now he's like, I got to stop because he's driving along. And who does he see? But Elvira. Yes.
0: Well, the young woman who he described as Elvira, who was dressed as her sister on Halloween. <laughs> uh, do, do we know her real name? She
1: does look different now because she's sort of a darker mode. And before she had the pink shirt. And no, we don't get names. In the credits, they're like girl one, girl two.
0: But uh, she's smoking on a uh, like an overpass and in walks her father. An overpass. An o- <laughs> like, she's not on a highway ramp. She's like on a patio. Um, but, uh, yeah, in walks uh, our our Wagner night, and uh, this sort of brings everything together, the end of Halloween, the, the night of 30 below. The anti-Wagner. Right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
1: so, yes, it does, as Kerber Enthusiasm always does, it brings everything full circle. And shocker that Walter is the father of this uh, trick-or-treating fraud.
0: So here we go. We're going to get a little bit of conversation about the night before, which I will keep pointing out, was Halloween, and uh, we'll get to hear a little bit more, hopefully, about uh, things that happened days before at the movie premiere here on Trick or Treat, Curb Your Enthusiasm. Well, well, now it all makes perfect sense. What makes perfect sense? This is your
1: daughter, isn't it? Yes, this is my daughter. Well, I think you
0: might be interested in knowing that your daughter last night threw eggs at my house. Papered my house with toilet paper. Wrote "Bald Asshole" on my door because I shit? wouldn't give her candy on Halloween. No, and put, no, no she said, he's "No, she's crazy. She's a liar.
1: Uh-huh. No, she's not a liar." No, you're a liar. You're a liar as a human being. Oh, here we go. I heard about here. Cliff and his wife. Oh, did you? Yeah, I heard about you trying to sleep around with her. You're a disgrace to your people. Uh,
0: That's what you are. Here we go. The psychometer's back on now. Uh, Postman! Uh,
1: Postman, uh, Postman uh, come here. here, here we go. Tell the okay. neighborhood. What a shunda, Larry uh, uh, Larry uh, David uh, is. Uh, uh, are you're you uh, a lousy uh, Jew. Asshole. But you're a
0: lousy human being. Okay, hey, so let me get this straight. This is so angry. So this is November 1st, right? He said last night and the day before was halloween when he had the call with shelly cobb about uh, her propositioning him so now in 24 hours it has gotten around town all the way to hollywood uh to our vog anti wagner dude's house and he's heard the rumors that he's trying to quote unquote screw his friend's wife yeah. And who's in a wheelchair cuz that really is a it really makes it even worse.
1: And you would think that after doing two straight uh podcasts about primarily Jewish families, we would know more about uh jewish slang but i do not know what a shonda is i did not look that up but he's screaming you're a shonda so maybe someone will post that on our comments or on twitter as well and i love the tag at the very end in case you thought there was any mystery about whether or not elvira was behind the the pranks she's like maybe you should have given me some candy
0: <laughs> and she uses the uh the B, the bald a-hole conversation as well so uh she's not being too uh too sly
1: No, no, but she's got daddy wrapped around her fingers. She's out there smoking, and uh, he's like, did you do this? No, and he's like, she said she didn't do it, and he just moves on.
0: So it's the next day. I guess we're moving on. Larry, I imagine. I think it's November 2nd. Cleaned all this up. Uh, outside of his home And uh, Jeff shows up for the for the golf At the same time that Larry has now uh, Woken his wife to the sounds of I assume is Wagner I can't be sure <laughs> I mean it would make the most sense But he's got a little conductor And a like a, a string ba- uh, orchestra downstairs In his uh, foyer
1: Yeah it's a very sweet moment For Kirby Your Enthusiasm Before Jeff comes in and kind of interrupts it That uh, Cheryl is in bed And she's waking up to this beautiful classical music and this is the birthday present because he didn't get the bracelet from Shelly. So, I mean, good save on Larry's part. Like, yeah. this is all turning out well for Larry for once, for the most part. For as
0: much as we know about Larry being a bit of a uh, m- or cr- you know grumpy old man. Were you trying to say curmudgeon? I just bailed on it halfway <laughs> through the word. But uh, he does seem like a sweetheart when it comes to his wife. He loves his wife, and he wants to make sure she has a good birthday. Although he's still – Jeff does come in. He's still trying to sort of buy himself a little bit of tea time. Wants to see if he can get nine holes in, six holes. (laughs) That's the best
1: part. Can I do six holes? Because she's like, no, you're not golfing today. And Jeff's like, I had to get out of work. And, yeah, I love that of, like, can I play six holes?
0: No. Well, I mean, it doesn't seem like it's all uh, for not uh, on Shell's uh, birthday because at the end of the night, our anti-Wagner night, uh, I don't know exactly what his title is. I'm going to go with.
1: I believe they said his name was Walter. And so this looks like it's sometime in the evening. So, And, and we have a bigger orchestra now that Larry David himself is conducting. So did he have these people on retainer? All day, is this like late on the night of November 2nd?
0: Dude, this is, this is like only five years after, or a couple years after the Seinfeld finale. I mean, he's got, (laughs) he's got cash coming out of his but, oh, of course
1: he does. I'm just trying to get a sense of the timeline.
0: I mean, I feel like if you're like, "Hey, I got that Seinfeld money," uh, it's like, "Well, how many how many instruments do you need on this man's lawn at two in the morning or whatever yeah. time it is?"
1: So he wakes up Walter the anti-Wagnerite. Obviously, at least playing Wagner here. Probably all of it's Wagner. And so this is a very rare Curb Your Enthusiasm where Larry David kind of comes out on top. He's he a fixed- winner. Yeah, I mean he alienated uh Shelley and Cliff and Donald but you know who needs him? But he made Cheryl happy on her birthday. Uh-huh. Jeff will get over the golfing thing. They'll golf together He has to.
0: He, Jeff works for him. He can't be like a jerk to Larry. Oh, right,
1: right. He's paying him to be his friend, sort of. Um, and he gets the best of Walter. I don't know about the two trick-or-treating girls. Who knows what happened to the girl dressed as a teacher? She's continuing to terrorize people and get free Is candy. She, was she girl Into one her or 30s. girl two? I
0: guess that was girl two. I think she was girl two. Ah, well, I mean, she's got a... It's 18 years later now. What is What happened to her in this uh, timeline? I don't know. Will she show up in season nine?
1: I'd like to hear. I would love it if it came full circle. I really want to see what happened to the Elvira girl. I thought she was kind of cute. Obviously, kind of a bad girl, but uh, I thought she Ooh, was cute.
0: Slim, are you a fan of Halloween bad girls? <laughs>
1: yep, yep. That's our, our new podcast. We're just going to talk about Halloween bad girls and shows that center around Jewish characters. Well, let's That's take the it new podcast.
0: Take it back. So this is a uh, obviously a fun show. Um, uh, Halloween was uh, in the title of the episode. I don't trick or really... treat. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, how does it stack up as a holiday show?
1: I mean, it took them 11 minutes to get there. I think they could have worked in, in their improv, some reference to, like, 30 Below, like, oh, it's a horror movie and it's coming out for Halloween or something. They should have gotten to Halloween before 11 minutes in, but I liked the overall Halloween content of, like, typical, like... How you think Larry David would handle Halloween of being ridiculous about handing out candy and facing the punishment for that?
0: I mean, it's rare that you would get somebody as so iconic as a Curb Your Enthusiasm Larry David to enjoy the Halloween holiday. I'd like to see. I don't think Seinfeld Jerry Seinfeld ever experienced the uh, Halloween for on our on our small screen or anybody else. The, the Friends did they do any Halloween? They had one Halloween episode. So well, there's a lot more to dive into, and we'll get into that in two weeks, but. Um... Uh, this was a fun one, so I'm excited for Halloween. It's October, so bust out your costumes, your uh, your monster mash, your uh, all things werewolf bar mitzvah. Yeah. And
1: uh, enjoy the new season of Curb Your Enthusiasm. I'm definitely a big Curb Your Enthusiasm fan, so I've uh, watched the premiere of season nine the other night, so enjoy that
0: season of Curb, too. So we uh, will be back in two weeks, and we will be, uh, I think, almost getting close to finishing out this project, of all things, all holidays. We started in uh, November of 2016. Oh, Uh, we were so young. It was a weird time. So innocent. It was a different world back then, and here we are uh, just getting close to Halloween in 2017 uh, and we will find a good one for you folks so follow us on Facebook Twitter Instagram very special app so, uh, very special up on Twitter very special episode on Facebook and SoundCloud.com slash very special holiday and uh like us review us on instagram no not on instagram <laughs> i mean if you I want
1: you can instagram's the one we use
0: the least it's very special up i think it's still there if you fi- if i get a new follower i will make a special <laughs> you're gonna make a post c- curve your enthusiasm <laughs> halloween themed thing
1: yeah we're just gonna start posting pictures of us staring at tv screens because that's really what we do we stare at tv screens and uh record this podcast for you so thank you again for listening
0: and Slim
1: Have a very special week
0: It's a very
1: Special Holiday